coming up. Here's the issue though. Many who need a savior don't realize they do. And many who are going in the wrong direction don't realize they are. And that's why God put us here as his children. That's why he saved us to help save others. So we can help save others. So that we can help save others. So we can tell them about our savior and about our Lord. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. So often, preparation for Christmas involves lights and decorations, shopping for gifts, and preparing the perfect meal. But Christmas has a much deeper meaning than all of these things. In the message series, Preparing Our Hearts for Christmas, we'll learn how true preparation begins with having hearts full of hope, joy, peace, and love. This is especially important today with how COVID-19 has dramatically changed our lives. One change has been our inability to gather together with one another. So let's join Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn from their home as they bring God's message. Here's the third message in the series, Filling Our Hearts with Joy. So on your paper, write this down. A. Proper preparation for Christmas produces joy in the human heart. Yes, it does. It produces joy in the human heart. Now, I want to be clear about this, that joy and happiness are not the same. All right. It, they just are not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, joy is, is, is independent of circumstances, mm-hmm. while happiness depends upon what happens or upon circumstances. Right. All right. Joy, joy is an inner wellness, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. that's produced because of the security one has in God, regardless of the circumstances. Regardless of the circumstances. Regardless of the circumstances. Yes. And we're going to talk more about that later in the message. Yeah. Whereas happiness really depends on the circumstances. Mm-hmm. It depends on, as I said, on what happens. Yeah. And so we want to have that deeper fulfillment of joy, not just depending upon what happens. And if you've been living a while, you know that everything that happens doesn't is not advantageous for your or for your good. Right, um, or right. pleasurable or pleasing. Right. So we have to find a way, and we can in Christ Jesus, a way to have joy and fulfillment even when we go through the ups and downs or the vicissitudes of life. Right. That we can still be have our heads lifted. We can still be well on the inside. The old folks say, and now the young folks hopefully say, <laughs> it is well with my, my soul. <laughs> it is well with my soul. Amen. That's what we want for all of you, and we want that for ourselves. We want to be able to declare, regardless of the circumstances, mm-hmm. it is well with my soul. That's good. And when we put our trust in Jesus Christ and give him control and turn our souls and surrender our souls to him, then we can make that declaration. Yes. That it is well yes. with my soul. Yes. I want to give you a couple reasons that there, that proper preparation for Christmas produces joy in the human heart. Um, the first is because it reminds people of good news. Mm-hmm. It just it reminds you of good news. And so um, and and we've all received good news before in our lives. Mm-hmm. Look what it says here in Luke 2, 8 through 10. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. 
an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the, and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. So I want to pause right there on that just a minute so that we can be out in the field <laughs> with these shepherds okay. at night. All right. Just uh, go there with me for a moment. Um, if, if you're there now, I, I, I see you wrapping yourself up in, in whatever clothes you got on because <laughs> it's at night. It's yeah. probably a little yeah. chill in there. Right. Yeah. And so you hopefully you, 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 you feel you see and sense yourself wrapping up mm -hmm. out here watching over these sheep <laughs> mm -hmm. at night. And then the angel of the Lord show up and light shines. Um, light shines around them and the glory of God shows up. That probably would have made me a little bit more cold because I was <gasps> frightened. <laughs> and they, that's what happened with them. They yeah. got frightened. That's why the angel had to tell them not to be afraid. Yes. And he goes on in verse 10 and he says here, um, but the angel said to them, because they were terrified, right? But mm -hmm. the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news. That will cause what? Great, Great joy, joy for all, all people. people. Yeah. And so the angel said, I got good news. Now, y'all know that when an angel shows up, now, like my wife just said, and we see in the text, when before the angel spoke, it was like, okay, what's up? <laughs> what, who, what is that? <laughs> you know, that? Ter terrified and fearful, right? Yeah. But when the angel spoke and said, don't be afraid, I have good news, and it's going to cause great joy. You can rest assured that it will be good news and that it will cause joy because yeah. it's coming from the mouth of angels yeah. or of an angel. Of an angel. You can be confident about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so and because, you know, God sent the angel to mm -hmm. speak these words to you. And whenever God speaks, it's good news yeah. and it should bring us joy. Um, even if he says something we don't necessarily want to hear, mm -hmm. God knows best. And sometimes you might not identify that messenger as an angel. Yes. But as long as what that that messenger is saying agrees with what lines up with God's word. Amen. The scripture Man. tells us about that. Sometimes mm -hmm. we entertain angels unaware. Yeah, unaware. The scripture says. Yes. And so you never know. You never That's know. why we got to be in our word and know our word so that when we hear something, we can. Mm -hmm. Compare it to the scripture and see right. if this is in in alignment with God's word. That's right. So the angel showed up and said, I got good news. Mm -hmm. And he says, it should cause you great joy. So good news ought to cause us great joy. Mm -hmm. And then he goes on to tell what that good news is. And which takes us to our second uh, reason that we should have that it preparation for Christmas produces joy in the human heart. Um, and number two is because it reminds people that a savior and Lord is available. Hmm. A Savior and Lord is available. That's good news. Uh, that's good news. <laughs> All right. Now, the, the implication here is that somebody needs saving. <laughs> yeah. Or somebody is perishing. And somebody needs direction or headship or lordship. Mm -hmm. And so I know I did. If you can recall back when you thought you had it all under control <laughs> and you jacked it up every time you turn left and right, when you decided to go left, it was wrong. And when you decided to go right, it was wrong too. Right. Because you needed a savior and a Lord. Yeah. God needed to come to save us from ourselves. Mm -hmm. I know that's true. I know that, that's true for me. That's a continual daily struggle. That's a continual <laughs> daily struggle. Amen. Amen. And look what the angel said here in Luke 2, 11. They go on to say, 
today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. Mm -hmm. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Yes. Amen. 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 Again, if you're perishing and you don't know where to go uh -huh. or what to do, uh -huh. you will be joyful if someone comes and meet that need and become your Savior to keep you from perishing and then to tell you what to do and where to go. That will bring you joy. Y'all yeah. been there before. You ever been lost in no or see nowadays, y'all, you know, it's, we got our phones and we just map quests and, and ways and, and all these other things. Yeah, yeah. And little lady and sometime a little man come on. Or I don't mm -hmm. know if they little or not. But um, <laughs> the they voice. come on, the voice come on and give you directions. <laughs> there was a time you didn't have all of that. You know, you you just had to find a, a, a serving station. A service station, or what they call the gas station. No, I didn't do that. I you read. Didn't. I read maps. You read maps, so you had. I went to the triple what, what if you the didn't have a map though? What if you didn't have a map? Well, it just depends. I usually didn't. If yeah. I was going to somewhere I didn't know, I was. You know, we yeah. go to another state or whatever. I got the map from AAA before I got there. Yeah, but what if you didn't have a map? You didn't go to another state. You just mm -hmm. was in your home. You was in your. In your in round in your own city or town know. or state or whatever. I might pull up to one of those phone booths and call somebody. Okay. <laughs> Y'all know what a phone booth all right. is? All right. I don't know about you. I, I waved down little John right here. John, hey, hey, man. Hey, man, can you right. tell me how to get to X, Y, Z? And they say, yeah, you go up here, you turn right here, yeah. turn left there, whatever. That's right. That's all right. true. But That's the point true. is... Is, is <laughs> James, brother James said a Thomas Guide. I hope a I Thomas Guide. Yeah, okay. no, that's right, James. James most, going way most back. Most people now. don't know what that means. They don't know what that is. A Thomas Guide. Y'all need to Google that. <laughs> He's going way back now. But anyway, y'all get the point. When you don't know what to do, where <laughs> yeah, to go, right. and somebody gives you that information, it's so helpful and it's so joyful. Yes. It rids you of your frustration. And especially when you know you're slipping and you're losing it, you're about to fall out and perish and That's somebody right. come along and save you. Um, I don't know. Some of y'all might have had experience swimming and um, you thought you was about to drown and um, somebody had to come and get you uh, <laughs> or you was really literally about to drown. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But the point is that everybody needs a savior because we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Amen. And the angels brought this good news that their savior is born. Yes. And so, and here's the issue though, many who need a savior don't realize they do. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And many who are going in the wrong direction don't realize they are. Right. And that's why God put us here as his children. That's why he saved us to help save others. Or so we can help so save that, others. So that right? we can help save others. Yes. So we can tell them about our savior and about our Lord. Mm -hmm. That's the challenge. That's the ministry that God has given us mm -hmm. as his children mm -hmm. is to spread the good news and find, tell them that a savior and Lord can be found in the person of Jesus Christ. That's what I got to tell people. That's great. Amen. That's good, good word Amen. right there. So B, write this down on your paper. What can we do to fill our hearts with joy? Well, I'm glad you asked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I want to give you some things that you can do to fill your hearts with joy. Number one, we can follow the signs that point to Jesus Christ right now. Mm -hmm. Don't wait till Christmas Day or when you feel like it or whatever. Follow the signs that point to Jesus Christ right now. Matthew 2, 1 through 2 and then verse 9 through 10 says this. 
Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the newborn king of the Jews? Mm -hmm. We saw his star as it rose and we have come to worship him. Yeah. All right. I want to pause right now for a minute mm -hmm. <laughs> and let's dive into this scene here. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, these were wise men. I know they were wise because the scripture says they were wise. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I also know they were wise mm -hmm. because they was looking for, for Jesus. Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Okay. They were, they were looking for Jesus. And anybody who's looking for Jesus is, is, is wise. That's a wise dude. That's a wise dude or a wise <laughs> woman. Or, yes, <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. That's a wise person. Yes. You're looking for Jesus, you wise. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you, if, if you have been told or if you even told yourself you're not wise, you can change that right now. Just start looking for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Just start calling on Jesus. You got wisdom right there. Yeah. Just like these wise men did. Mm -hmm. And so look what happened. They came to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. They didn't ask where it, they weren't asking where Jerusalem was. They asked, where is Jesus when they got to Jerusalem? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. They said, where is the one who was born king of the Jews? Mm -hmm. And the reason that they asked and they didn't need direction to get to where Jesus was in Jerusalem was because we saw the star, it says. Yeah. We saw the sign that Jesus was here. Mm -hmm. We saw it. Right. Because the scripture told us that there will be a star. That's there will right. be a sign. And when they saw the star that indicated that the Christ had been born, guess what they did? The text says, we have come mm -hmm. to Jerusalem. Yes. And we came. In other words, when they saw the sign of Jesus, it made them move. It caused them to take action. Mm -hmm. They didn't just sit back and say, oh, oh, there's a star. Oh, and, and just mm -hmm. twiddled their thumbs where they were right, and kept right. doing whatever they was doing yeah. as if nothing yeah. happened. Yeah. So there's a star. Yeah. I hear it's about Jesus. Jesus. But, you know. So okay. what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. right, yeah. Right. See, they didn't do that. <laughs> They didn't right. do that. I want to, and I want to caution you not to do that either. Mm -hmm. That when you see a sign that points to Jesus, that it causes you to ponder, it causes you to react, it impacts you. Mm -hmm. You're you're not unaffected by things that symbolizes mm -hmm. Jesus. I want to encourage you not to be that way. Yes. All right. I want to encourage you to take action mm -hmm. um, when that happens to you. Mm -hmm. And we ought to gravitate toward things that causes us to that uh, causes us and points to Jesus Christ. We should gravitate to those That's things. That's right. That's right. That's where we ought to be. Mm -hmm. And look what the text says in verse nine of Ch Matthew chapter two. And it, it goes on in the story about this. And it's, it says here, after this interview, the wise men went their way. They had talked to Herod because Herod had heard about the star, the star and all of that. Mm -hmm. And he had some other things he wanted to do, which the wise men weren't with his program. Right. But it reads on here. And after this interview, the wise men went their way and the star they, they had seen in the East guided them to Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. 
It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. Mm-hmm. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. Yes. Y'all yes. see what happened? Yeah. All right. They they got filled with joy when they saw the sign. Mm-hmm. Not when they and, and 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 not just when they saw Jesus did they get filled with joy. Right. They got filled with joy when they saw the sign. The sign. Yes. Saw the sign. Yes. yes. All right. Some of y'all know 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 what I'm talking about here a little bit. Um, cause you know, I know like my wife, I, you know, <laughs> she loves the Christmas season. Ooh-wee! She absolutely yes, loves it. Yes, yes. And she absolutely loves it. And anytime we, we get near this season and something happens, uh, we, we walk walking and something indicates it's Christmas season. <laughs> she can't keep her mouth shut. She can't keep the smile <laughs> off her face. She can't keep, she can't not talk about it. She has to say something um, because she loves the Christmas season. It's so true. And, 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 you know, like if I tape something on a DVR, a movie or something, and it had commercials and, you know, you fast forward through the commercials, right? Yeah. But Christmas season, if it's a Christmas commercial, I will stop to look at it. That's how bad it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so she she really <laughs> gravitates towards things. And so hopefully you you, know, you may not love the Christmas season mm-hmm. like she does, but hopefully we all love Jesus, though. Yes, yes. <laughs> and things re- related to Jesus that yes. point to Jesus causes us to react. Mm-hmm. And this is good because we we there's a whole lot of a whole lot of stuff out there that ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. Nothing to do with Jesus. <laughs> and sometimes we let it grab our attention more than we let the things of Christ mm-hmm. grab our attention. Mm-hmm. Some stuff we we that on social media, some stuff on mm-hmm. TV, some mm-hmm. conversations at work. I mean, it's right, all kinds right, of things right. yes. that can cause us sometime when we in line at the grocery store mm-hmm. and all those magazines lined up at the counter, yeah. sometime they get your attention and right. you know, you just need to turn your head yeah. away. We're just too involved with what the world wants to talk about. And, you know, we not pointing the fingers at anybody because we get it honestly. You know, yeah. we're raised like that. You know, we were raised that this is what you do uh, at this time of year and this is what you do. And so, yes. that's it's ingrained in us. So, it takes a while for it to come out of us. You Amen. Know? We just have to ask the Lord for help. Yeah. And so, we want to counter all of that yeah. with being, have a gravitational pull yeah. to the things that relate to Jesus Christ. That's right. We got to be about the Lord. All right. The second thing that you can do to help fill your hearts with joy is to um, be a sign. Be a sign (laughs) that points to Jesus Christ right now. Be a sign. So don't look for the sign. Be the sign yourself. You be the sign. You be the sign. (laughs) You be the hope. (laughs) Yeah. And look what Matthew 2, 2 says. Um, and it says here, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We revisiting this again. This is the wise men talking, right? And then they said, we saw his star as it rose, mm-hmm. right? Right. So I want to encourage you to be a star, mm-hmm. be a star um, that points to Jesus Christ. Let others see the Jesus Christ in you. Okay. Yes. Amen. You can do that. All right. And so let me give you some some ways that you can you can do that. You can let others see the Christ in you. John 15, 3, 4, it says this. You are this is Jesus talking. You are already clean because of the word 
because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. Mm-hmm. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So Jesus says here yeah. that if you remain in me, I remain in you. Mm-hmm. And then you can bear fruit. Mm-hmm. You can bear fruit that's reflective of Jesus Christ. Right. Fruit that looks like Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so let me break that down to you and give you some more specifics. Here, Colossians 3, 10 through 16. Look at what it says. It says, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters, and he lives in all of us. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy. Mm -hmm. Y'all see that? This is a way that you can be a sign. Mm -hmm. With kindness, you can be a sign. Humility, you can be a sign. Gentleness, Mm -hmm. you can be a sign. And patience. You can be a sign. Mm-hmm. Verse 13 goes on and says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. You could be a sign. Yes. Um, <laughs> remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Mm-hmm. Above all, clothe yourselves with love. You could be a sign. There you go. Which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. Mm-hmm. You can be a sign. <laughs> For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. You can be a sign. Yes. And always be thankful. Yeah, you could be, be a sign. <laughs> let the message about Christ, let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. You can be a sign. Mm-hmm. Teach and counsel each other. You can be a sign. With all the wisdom he gives, sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God. You can be a sign with thankful hearts. Amen. That's good. Go out and be a sign, y'all. That's good. Be the sign that points to Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. The third thing that you can do to fill your hearts with joy is let others know you are a worshiper of Jesus Christ now. Yeah. Let others know you are a worshiper of Jesus Christ now. Matthew 2, 2 says, where is the newborn king of the Jews? Mm-hmm. We saw his star as it arose and we have come to worship him. All right. They saw the sign. Mm-hmm. It made them react and take action. Yeah. And it made them come to worship him. Hopefully you are here today in this service, Mm -hmm. not because you were invited, not because, you know, there was nothing else to do because you sheltered in place. Although that's okay. (laughs) But you want to (laughs) come because you come to worship him. That's right. Come to worship the Lord. You come to worship him. It's about him. It is always about him. Mm -hmm. So be a worshiper now. Of Christ Jesus. The fourth thing that you can do to fill your hearts with joy is this. Remind yourself there's joy in rejection Mm -hmm. when you stand up for Jesus Christ. Yes. 
There's joy in rejection yes, when you stand up joy. for Jesus Christ. There's joy. All right. Look at what Luke 6, 22 through 23 says. Blessed are you when people hate you, mm -hmm. when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the son of man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy mm -hmm. because great is your reward in heaven. For that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. All right. We need to talk now. We need to talk now because we earlier we said that joy and happiness aren't the same. And it's because happiness depends on what happens. Right. And joy is an inner wellness that that's because of security in Christ. They're mm -hmm. not the same. Mm -hmm. And so we see here that the text is instructing us that when something happens, that ain't happy, <laughs> that ain't favorable, that doesn't feel good. He says, when you reject it and you are, your name is, 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 they call you evil and, and they do this because of your son, for your, because, because of the son of man, because of Jesus Christ, they say here, you should rejoice in that yeah. day when mm -hmm. folks treating you badly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's when right. things are happening that aren't favorable, yeah. Yeah. you should rejoice. Yeah. That's why joy and, and happiness aren't the same. Mm -hmm. All right. And so, and, and he says, and he gives us a reason why we should rejoice mm -hmm. because there's reward in heaven right. from being persecuted or treated badly for the sake of Jesus Christ. That's right. That's, That's right. why you get happy That's because right. you know that while you're talking about me, while you're rejecting me, while you're treating me badly for the sin, because I'm standing up for Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. I know that there's reward for me in heaven. And that brings right. me joy. Amen. Amen. That brings me joy. That's real good. That's real I want to tell you a, a story <clears throat> That happened with our church. It's kind of lighted. It's not wasn't you know real deep persecution, mm -hmm. but I think it's relevant anyway. I want to uh -huh. share it with you. Um, a couple years ago, we we uh, we attended the Harvest Fair, whatever it was here in Dublin. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so we went out there and we we uh, we took some some um, flyers or something to hand out, and we had on our Quench Life T-shirts. Yeah. And, and so we were going to um, see to let people know that we're here in the city. And one of the organizers of the event approached me, approached us and told us that it was against the event's policies for us to hand out materials relative to our church mm -hmm. because they didn't want to offend anyone and they mm -hmm. wanted to make it a neutral site so everybody can feel free to come and express themselves however they choose. Yeah. All right. And so we, we said, okay, thank you for letting us know and all that. And um, so it was somewhat of a bummer for us mm -hmm. um, that, you know, they, they did that. But we, we one of the reasons we went out there was just to observe the residents and the yeah. city and get a, a better sense of, you know, everybody and everything and also to show ourselves. So we were doing that. We had our shirts on. Yeah. People were recognized, right? They were, they were, they were reading the shirts, looking yes. at the logo. So, yeah. And guess what happened <laughs> that brought joy? You know, folks, instead of us having to hand out things to people, folks start coming to us. We were, <laughs> we were sitting on the bench and just talking and right. hanging out and folks was coming up to us, encouraging us mm -hmm. and saying, I like mm -hmm. your shirt. Yeah, right. <laughs> we like your right. shirts and right. They was encouraging us and asking us questions That's right. about Quench Life. And so that was a great encouragement for us, mm -hmm. even though uh, some rejected our 
uh, ability to hand out flyers and all those kinds of things. Right. So it was kind of light. Right. But on a on a greater note, I want to point this to you since we're talking about joy mm-hmm. and we're talking about suffering rejection um, because of it. Our Lord and Savior, the 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 father, the 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 our the author and finisher of our faith. Yeah. It tells us in Hebrews chapter twelve mm-hmm. that he. He endured the greatest rejection of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the greatest rejection of all time. There, there, there has never been a greater rejection than what Christ endured. That's but right. it tells us, and the reason it was, there's no greater rejection, because they rejected God mm-hmm. himself. Right. Okay. See, see we, we got, we've gotten rejected by, you know, jobs and family and, mm-hmm. you know, other people mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. you know. But when the when you create somebody... <laughs> right when you're God and you're their creator, yeah, and then the created of the creator mm-hmm. rejects, rejects the one that, that created, created them. them, right? I mean that that's the greatest reject rejection right. that anybody right. can face. That's right. But Christ did it for you and I, though He did it for mm-hmm. you and I, and the Scripture mm-hmm. tells us, and it was because of the joy. Yeah, that yes, was set before yes. him in Hebrews chapter yes. 12, verse two, right. because of the joy that was set before him, mm-hmm. he endured the rejection or the cross. Right. He endured it because of the joy and the joy was he knew that him dying on the cross would bring salvation, salvation to, to us the all. to us all. Yes. And so that was joy to him. And he was able to suffer what happened. Mm-hmm. And have joy instead and endure the rejection and endure the suffering of the cross for you and me. That's right. And he's our example. That's right. So if you ever get discouraged example. or about uh, um, the rejection, look at the cross mm-hmm. and see how Christ saw the joy and he he endured it. He endured and then it. they can empower you to endure the things that happen in your life that aren't so favorable and you can still have joy and declare that it is well with my soul. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's good. Amen. Right there. The fifth thing that we can do to um, fill our hearts with joy is remind yourself that there's joy in heaven when someone receives Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, there's joy yes. in heaven when someone receives Jesus Christ. Yes. Luke 15, 7 says this, and verse 10, I tell you, I tell you, it says, I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents mm-hmm. than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Mm-hmm. In the same way, look at verse 10, it says, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of angels of God, the angels of God, over one sinner who repents. Yes, yes, Remind yes. yourself of this, yes. that heaven is rejoicing when somebody mm-hmm. receives Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And it should encourage us to give them the message. It should encourage us to tell them the story. Right. about our Lord and Savior. And you can just give them your testimony. You don't have to be a biblical scholar. Right. You can tell them your testimony. That's right. Tell them what happened to you. How did you come to know Jesus mm-hmm. Christ? Just tell them that. That's your story. That's right. And that can um, um, foster them and help them come to know Jesus Christ themselves That's right. by hearing your story. That's right. So remind yourself that there's joy in heaven when somebody receives yes. Jesus Christ. Do that right now or even just an answered prayer request you prayed for something and and, and the lord provided amen amen, amen. Yes. give them a sign remember we said earlier be the sign you be the yeah, sign be the sign right <laughs> you be the sign amen. number six the sixth thing that we can do to 
fill our hearts with joy. And this will be the last one. Obey Jesus's commandments now. Mm -hmm. Obey Jesus's commandments now. John 15, 9 through 12 says, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Jesus is talking to his disciples. Mm -hmm. He says, remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love. Just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. Mm -hmm. I, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes. Right? Yes. Your joy will overflow. Mm -hmm. All right. And then he goes on to even to, to reiterate what he says. He says, this is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. Yes. Amen. 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 That's how you can be filled with joy. By yes. keeping his commandments and loving one another as I have loved you. Amen. So Christ says, I want you to be filled and I want you to overflow with my joy. Mm -hmm. And you can do that by keeping my commandments. And he gives a commandment while, right after he said it. He said, y'all love each other <laughs> in the same way I loved you. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at QuenchLifeCF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Thank you for listening.